0: Download our app today and enjoy straight-up Screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmer Bear. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. And here's a break. Louis up the middle. And now Harris to And the Warriors porting the upset at the first try. Reece Walsh on the end of it. It all started with a delicious pass from Tohu Harris. Again, through the hands On the last for Luan to kick, oh, kick out, the no-looker, and Taylor May in the corner, and Penrith finish with a bang, Yo! such a popular figure in Penrith, Isaiah Yo. 79 minutes on the clock, still going strong, Penrith about to collect the JJ Gilton and Shield, they win it, 46 points to 12. I don't know if we call those highlights, but that was what happened on the weekend between the Panthers and the Warriors. It's 4 past 11, and uh, as we do at this time of the week on uh, Smithy Mornings with Smithy, Andrew Voss joins us out of in Australia. G'day, Vossie. How you doing?
1: Uh, yeah, good morning, everyone. No, no, too good, Penrith. Uh, don't take it to heart too much. I mean, what they did uh, to the Warriors, they've done the plenty of sides, not just this year, last year, the year before. It, you know, they, they've become a powerhouse. Uh, and I said last year when they won the premiership, it was a reward for two years' work because they were very good um, in in 2020 as well, um, and they're in with a massive shot of going back-to-back this year, albeit there are a few teams coming to get them or trying to come and get them.
0: Yeah, there's a few coming, all right, mate. But according to the TAB here, uh, the they are well outside it. I mean, this is, the, this is the market for our winner at the moment with the TAB. Panthers, $2.00. Storm are six, are the second favourites. Then the Sharks yeah, well. at sevens, and the and the Roosters at eight fifty. So uh, there's, there's there's a big big gap there between the favourites and the second favourites.
1: And that's that's a remarkable market too, given that Melbourne are now in a literally a top four shootout game come Thursday night, the first game of the final round. The winner gets fourth. The winner will play Penrith week one of the finals. The loser is in the bottom half of the eight. So you know, I. I I don't know whether I can remember a game. I'll probably be corrected by a listener, but I can't remember a match like that where it's just so pronounced that it is this or this. on oh, nah. Yeah, and it is a massive difference. It's the top four. Suddenly, you come fourth, you knock over Penrith, you're a week from the grand final, you know, one match away, or you lose, you know, having your end-of-season trip <laughs> when every other team's playing week two or the finals beyond. So, yeah, huge game Thursday night.
0: Massive game, uh, mate. And, and, you know, the two two teams that Penrith probably don't want to face, the two teams that have beaten them this season.
1: Well, that's true. I mean, that's what got Parramatta fans pretty excited, the fact that, um, you know, they they, they have beaten Melbourne this year already, and they did that in Melbourne. They've beaten Penrith twice. You know, that's not to be dismissed. I know you're a bit of a Parramatta man. Could they... they, We'll put it this way. Are they good enough to win four weeks in a row in the finals, which is what they would have to do if they finished bottom of the eight, or... If they finish top, knockout to Penrith, then they're only a week away. That's the passage they have to aim for. So from a Parramatta perspective, I don't think Parramatta can win four games in a row. I think we've seen enough of the yields over recent years that winning four big games back-to-back-to-back-to-back to back to back to back wouldn't happen. Um, but they are possible of winning a couple, and that would be enough to get them in the grand final if they finish top four.
0: Yeah. Consistency of porridge this season, Vossy is how I like to describe the yields. <laughs>
1: Look, they're in with a shot. And look, everyone says 36 years, but only one team to win the comp. I've seen Parramatta at their best enough times this year to know that they're a threat, but I haven't seen the consistency. But who's to say? Who's to say that they don't get on a roll right now? They've only got to do it for a month. Um, and uh, then you're going to bring out... Then the Parramatta fans are going to come out of the woodwork. They're going to come out from everywhere.
0: You're not wrong there, mate. You're not wrong there. Hey, we should also talk about, uh, you know, last week um, they, there were teams that, have, that were on the beach, if you like, or had already put the queue in the rack, uh, yeah. And, and, yeah. and we saw a a, big, a few big hidings. But one of those that – that. Shouldn't have been on the beach was the Broncos, uh, and I thought, well, oh, surely yeah. Kevin wow. Walters can get a tune out of them as a backup to that against the Eels because you know you, you expect a reaction from a team that has still got playoff footy uh, in their sights. But no, they once again got absolutely pantsed by the Eels. Uh, what's gone wrong at the Broncos?
1: Yeah, like that's just so. Yeah, and and Warriors fans listening now will remember the season they missed the eight on four and against. I mean, Brisbane could have, you know, could have afforded to lose the last two weeks and still be in eighth position going into the last round. But such has been the magnitude of the defeats. I mean their four and against has taken a has taken a one hundred point hit in the last fortnight that now they could even look you know, hypothetically, I mean they they could win the last round. They could beat the Dragons this week by twenty and still not edge ahead of the of the Raiders because the four and against you know the Raiders play the Tigers this week. So, you know, the 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 Broncos have imploded. You know, they are the makers of their own, you know, where, where they find themselves now after such a good season. And their form was real, but they've, they've fallen off the edge of a cliff where they're not just getting beaten. They look like a bottom four side, Brisbane. Yeah, you know, that's, that's, that's the truth of the matter. They look like a bottom four side, not a team that's worthy of playing in the top eight. They would be cannon fodder week one of the finals in their current form.
0: I mean, I remember when Ben Eichen went in there and he said that there was a, there was a problem with the culture in the dressing room and they, they looked to change that uh, with alongside Kevin Walters and they looked to have done that. They looked to have got rid of some uh, disruptive influences and things. So uh, have you got any stare on, on why things well, have gone so badly at this end of the season?
1: Well, like, OK, so going all the way back to the start of the season, there was little murmurs saying that players were upset that they were being trained too hard. Now, does that mean that that's the reason why they're fading now? But... I tell you what, Kevin Walters was certainly entitled to give the team the rounds of the kitchen after Thursday night when back to back you've conceded in excess of 50 points. <laughs> what and, and players? Some players are apparently reportedly upset at the way he spoke to them. Come on, <laughs> like harden up! That is awful. The last two weeks, Kevin Walters is entirely right in doing what he's doing, no, I'll tell you what. If it was a Craig Bellamy, if it was a more experienced coach, you know, Blake, that's, mate, Bellamy gave it to Melbourne on on Friday night, having lost to the Roosters by 18-14. Bellamy wound them up. So Kevin Walters is dealing with a totally different kettle of fish here. He's talking to a team that has been beaten by 50 points back-to-back weeks. Of course he's got to rip into them. The expectation from every fan would be that he rips into them, not molly-cobble them. Um, no I, I, I mean i can't believe that coming out of uh coming out of the uh out of the Broncos camp if
0: that's the truth yeah, yeah it's a it's, it's a head shaker mate it's a head shaker I, i've got to say uh, we should uh while we what we talk about the you know the disasters that are that are the Broncos and the Warriors season we should give yeah. props to uh to sticky stewart though and his canberra raiders they have stuck and stuck and stuck and now they are in the eight and it's all for them to lose after they smash the Seagulls 48-6
1: yeah, and the real form students, this is where we have a problem. Yeah, I, and I'll admit, I, I, and I'm a rugby league nerd, but I don't quite study the draw as hard as others. Like, I just go week to week. I know my games. I love talking about it and covering it. But the real form students kept warning me, you know, mid-season, well, look at the Raiders draw back in. Look at, you know, you look at the draw. All they've got to do is accumulate enough points. If they get any sort of role, they then play a whole bunch of teams. It was the same with the Sharks. I kept being told about the Sharks. Look at their draw. Back half of the season, and so it is. You know, they, they've they've had a softer draw, if you like, than, than some others. But for the run home to the finals, they're certainly, if they're in any sort of shape, they're going to win matches, and that's proven correct with Cronulla. They did not play well against the Bulldogs the other day, but they're they're good enough to beat them. Yeah, you know, sixteen. Yeah, it was sixteen nil. It's a bit of a bludgeon the game, and with Canberra, um, they, they, they you know they found something. They've 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 they've, they've won the matches. They. You know, most of the games they're expected to win, and that's going to be good enough. Now, with the downturn of the Broncos, um, to get them in the eight. Look, if the Broncos had a held their nerve, Canberra don't make the eight. But you know, you got to put yourself in with a chance. The Raiders have done that, and who's to know what they do first week of the finals? You you just don't know. You know, they're going to be they're going to be there. And um, I you know I I for one, apologies to Tigers, I hope Canberra do win on Sunday against the Tigers and go into the finals with with good winning form and. Aren't just there to make up the numbers. I hope they have a red hot crack.
0: Yeah, I think they will, mate. I think they will. They, they've certainly got the form on this. So I tell you, a team. You know, we talk about teams who uh, fallen off a cliff uh, this season after Rainbow Gate. That's been Manly, hasn't it? I mean, do you think oh, Desi haslitt has got anything to worry about? No. Oh, yeah, well, I think he does. Um, the uh, I feel really
1: sorry for yeah you know, Manly to Canberra. The, the few fans that travelled down to Canberra, they said they did. Said deserve an apology, and they probably deserve a you know, a reimbursement of the petrol they use to drive down there and, and, and ticket price, Manly should get in touch with them and refund them. Uh, because Manly, while they may be trying, they're not trying anywhere near hard enough. And, uh, and and that was the case the previous week at home against Cronulla where they got beaten forty to four or oh, forty to six. Um and, and then again on the weekend against Canberra. They they have put the queue in the rack in terms of really trying their hardest. There is no way they are playing at the level of intensity from eight weeks ago, and the fans, it's okay to lose, but you want to see your team trying their best, and I don't think any Manly fan is convinced their team has tried their best the last couple of weeks.
0: Do you anticipate off the back of this then some of those players around uh, that uh, that situation with the jerseys might be actively looked to move on by Manly? Are they, are they? Is that the problem? Is that causing the disruption in the dressing room? Is it? Is it well, caused the
1: split? Well, I, I'd, I'd hate to think that that is... The, you know, the absolute be-all and end-all ball. Be-all be all and end-all. But I do look at the character of players. That if that's been their... You know, that's given them their excuse or whatever, then I worry... Look, I really worry about them. There is no way that a Jake Trebojevic, for instance, at Manly, puts in the performance that some of his teammates have the last few weeks, and Jake, sadly, has been sidelined through injury. Um, but if you want to see effort, Jake Trebojevic gives 100% every game... I can't say that to some of these other blokes, so therefore I am sitting them down. And I do want to know what makes them tick. And I, I do want to know if they're, if they're you know, carrying that baggage. You know, they have a job to do, and that's play football. And all these other things really shouldn't matter. Like, I, I call them in and say, just do your job. And I might put a, a little adjective in front of job, by the way, but I can't say it on radio.
0: <laughs> fair play, fair play. You're going to give them the full Kevy Walters. Actually, I was, I was, I was feeling for you, uh, Vossi, over the last few weeks and thinking about it. I, I kept seeing uh, the blow up in the media between Brandy and and Cameron Smith, and I, I know that they yep. both share a studio with you at times. I mean, are you are you having to be Bill Harrigan at the moment? How's how's life in the studio uh, for you, Vossi? Oh, look, they're, they're too clever. They're too clever to go on with it. Um yeah, Brandy
1: said what he said, and I know for a fact it wasn't around that Penrith had a game against Melbourne coming up at all. It was an obstacle, because the catalyst for the conversation, if you really want to know, was a Pat Gar- a Pat Carrigan tackle for the Broncos, the hip drop. So it wasn't actually directly to Melbourne, but Melbourne came into the conversation and the discussion on tackling techniques and all the rest. So that's where it started. Cameron had what he had to say, and, and of course, Cameron comes from a – point of view where he, he played all his career with a Melbourne Storm so of course he's going to be defensive of the club that he played with if, if someone's looking back at their efforts historically defensively so that's where we're at but they're too clever to get caught into some sort of slagging match so it's been pretty easy for me um, yeah who's to say Penrith and Melbourne won't play again you know, they, they might play the grand final Penrith and Melbourne it, it, it could be that, that'll then. I'll, I'll then try and throw some petrol on the fire that week. Uh, you know, I'll,
0: I'll try and rile them up and get something started. Ah, oh, quality, quality, Vossy. Hey, uh, uh, you did mention them uh, briefly, but I think they deserve more talk. Is uh, and that is Craig Fitzgibbon and his Sharks. What he's done in his first season there, I think, it's flown under the radar a bit with all the other uh, big storylines going around. But they they're looking pretty, uh, pretty good, pretty solid in, in second place, and not a whole lot of chat about them.
1: Yeah, I will warn our listeners, it's a pretty good record. Like, I think Craig Fitzgibbon was always going to be a successful coach. Whether he could win competitions is another thing, but I think a successful coach. Now, you look at, <laughs> yeah, you know, I can come off the top of my head, Fred Robinson, first year as a first grade coach, wins a premiership. Yeah, you know, and he is now, he looks like a career coach. Um, Phil Gould, first year as a first grade coach, premiership. Uh, Michael Hagan, first year. First year as a uh, first grade coach, he won a premiership at Newcastle. It, it can happen. Craig Fitzgibbon might be looking to to uh, to join that club, which would be uh, which would be something special. But he's done a very good job. But again, the form students will tell me that Cronulla have had an easier draw. Well, I say you got to you know, play what's in front of you. Uh, it's an outstanding effort to go from outside the top eight in your first year as a coach and uh, and have them right in the firing line and second on the ladder. That's going to be an amazing achievement.
0: And uh, finally, mate, before we let you go, the Warriors' last game of the season, it is at home at Mount Smart Stadium. They have the Titans visiting, who look like they're safe from uh, winning the wooden spoon. Uh, it is a sellout, I've been told. Uh, there's not a spare seat in the house. What are you expecting?
1: Oh, well, first of all, congratulations, Vodafone. What a, what a gesture. Um, buying the tickets, that, that was fantastic. Love that. Um, Titans will come capable of scoring 30-plus points. So I think... Dry day, you're going to be thoroughly entertained. Warriors, you know, who wants to see the Warriors you know, hold it for five, kick on the last completion rates? No, ha- have a go. Let, let, let's not die wondering in this game. Um, match it, Brimson, Fafita, Firma, Jaden Campbell. You know, there's some some decent players on the Titans side. So could be a very entertaining match, um, and uh, I hope that the Warriors come with a right mindset
0: for it. You will be going overs on the point spread then.
1: I would, yeah, I would. I would based on what I've said. The Titans last two weeks in defeat scored twenty six two weeks ago, and then yesterday, you know, top the forty even with twelve men to finish the game. So, um, yeah, or or near enough to forty yesterday. So, uh, I think they're they're very capable of scoring five six tries.
0: Yeah, good stuff, Aussie. Go well, mate. Uh, Great to chat as always, and we'll catch up with you again soon, eh?
1: Hey, by the way, for our punters listening. Parramatta matches I've called this year, mm. I am 9 from 9, the Eel Whisperer. 9 from 9, guess who I'm calling Thursday
0: night? Oh. Andrew guess Voss, course. I don't say this lightly, but I love you. I love you.
1: Yeah, I'm just saying, it's a very bizarre stat, um, but it's been confirmed by our stats people. 9 games called this year for 9 wins. That's incredible.
0: That is incredible. The, the Eel Whisperer, he is Andrew Voss. Get on the Eels. You heard it here on SENZ. Voss, you go well, mate, and uh, have a great call on Thursday